0: you've entered into the world of alternate realities. Here, paradigms are shifted, minds are blown, and veils are lifted. Actual supernatural experiences are brought to life through storytelling by the people who experience them. Welcome to Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant, where the esoteric is explored and consciousness is expanded. Visit adventuresinmysticism.com to further your spiritual development through Leia's latest offerings. And now we continue with this episode's mystical adventure.
1: Welcome everyone to Adventures in Mysticism. Today we have Paul Sikulski with us from Florida and he has some amazing stories he's going to share with us today. So let's dive in. So, Paul, tell us just a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, first, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, I, uh, I created a program called Redesign Your Inner Space, and I help people come back home within themselves and find simplicity and peace And freedom back in their lives again. And it's been a beautiful journey in doing so.
1: That's amazing. Fabulous. Well, it's wonderful to have you here.
2: Thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when was the first time you had a paranormal or supernatural or kind of extraordinary experience that was, you know, not of the norm? (laughs)
2: Well, I was, I would would say I was five or six years old and I remember this so vividly and it's, it's, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't remember a dream when I was five or six years old, right? Even if it was a scary one, I don't remember it. So I know this was, was not a dream. And I, I woke up now at the time I, you know, I was, um, my family's Italian and Catholic and I don't follow nothing against religion. I don't follow that anymore, but it's, it was a beautiful place in, in time of my life, and so I I used to pray all the time, and you know from as young as I can remember, and I, I woke up, I was laying in bed, I woke up and uh, I just opened my eyes and I saw this, uh, what I would what I would say, and I just brought up being Catholic is just because you know the 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 uh, the statues of of Jesus Christ. And I saw this, you know, this man, it was, it was, uh, it was illuminated, uh, almost transparent. And it was at the end of my bed and it was just like staring at me and, you know, and he had a beard and it was almost like a halo. It was, you know, something like you would see and, you know, in pictures and whatnot. And I remember I was just staring at it and it was looking back at me. There was no, there was no communication. i i I was not scared like i was not scared at all like i just completely focused on this image and i don't remember how long it was but it it doesn't matter and we just kind of looked at each other and then eventually it just it went away and I, i i wanted it to come back so you know i think most people most kids would be scared of you know something like this but for me i was so like I wanted to know more. I, I, I wanted this, this, this image to come back. And that was, that was my first uh, of many, but my first experience uh, that, uh, that that came to me at that age. That's
1: beautiful. Do you feel like kind of looking back on that, that that was, you know, the ascended master of Jesus sort of visiting you?
2: Yes. I mean, whatever, whoever it was, it was definitely an ascended master. And I believe that being where I am in my life today um, and what has transpired in my life and in my own personal development and everything else, um, it was like uh, a master visiting me, kind of like opening me up to this space. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was not aware of what that even looked like you know, until later on in my life, but I think it was just like, you know, kind of showing up saying, Hey bro, like we're just, we're popping in here and you're <laughs> going to see more of us, but like we're just kind of laying the land for you. And so, uh, yeah, um, definitely. I believe it, it, it was everything to do with my path and where I am today for sure. 1000%.
1: That's fabulous. And I love how you were just curious, you know, as a child, you're like, oh, I want to know more. And I want you to come back. And, you know, I think that's the heart of children are so open to these types of experiences, sometimes more than adults are, because the mind isn't so in the way of like, what is this here? What's happening? Da, da, da. Instead, it's just like, oh, cool.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah awesome. totally.
1: Now, I know you said that you've had, you know, some really big, like, Transformational experiences with the paranormal. Would you like to share one of those?
2: Yeah, actually, um, I'll share a, a medium one, and then we'll go into a big one if you choose. <laughs> Absolutely, it's let's like do leading it. up to it. Um, so, uh, I uh, back in around, I think I would say about eleven years ago. Um, it's kind of where my life really changed for in, in a huge way, where I think the old part of me died and this new version of myself stepped into who I am today, the man that I become today. And this trans this transformation, um, I believe, is happening throughout our lives, but it really came to fruition when I went to Chennai, India. And I spent a month with monks up in a place called the Oneness University. Some people may know that. Um, and uh, it wasn't through a Tony Robbins group, although Tony brought a lot of people there and uh, it just happened to be that when i went there this um this group that was with me was like five people normally there's 60 people now i went to this private part of the um of this retreat area there was a secondary school or university they would call it that was kind of like a, a much bigger and a lot more people so i wanted to be a little bit more private i was thinking 60 100 people there was four people which what does that mean well we each had our own monks and so it was like one on one, most incredible experience. So I go to uh, to this place, not knowing anything about meditation, nothing really knowing much about spirituality. And uh, they took us into uh, the, the 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 first day. Um, they do. We started doing meditation. Now I never meditated before, so imagine I'm meditating all day, and within like two hours, they they come up and they do what's called a diksha. And a diksha in English is, is a blessing. They 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 placed their hands on top of your head, and it was like somebody plugged me into an electrical socket. The energy that was running through me was so incredible. And I, you know, I'm kind of like looking around, like like you know, thinking something. You know, they put something in the tea, or you know, something's <laughs> coming out of the the air conditioning vent. I don't know, but I've never experienced this before. So that night, or maybe it was a night later. Uh, they did. Uh, they brought in what they call the Oneness Blessers, and there was about twenty people, thirty people in the room. And they brought these. They literally carried these monks in, carried them because they're twenty four seven in meditation. And they brought them in the room, and it was just very interesting. Like I could feel the energy like shift, and I, I don't even know what that meant, then, but I felt something different. And I I heard somebody. They brought him in. They sat him down. These monks' eyes were closed. And I heard somebody, like, clear their throat. They went, something like that. And out of nowhere, I start laughing. But laughing uncontrollably, like... I could not stop laughing. And I mean, like looking at myself, you know, if you remember when you're <clears throat> excuse, me, now I cleared my throat. When you remember when you're a kid, you're in <laughs> school and you couldn't like you're trying to stop yourself from laughing. Right. I was laughing so hard, trying to stop it was it was impossible. I mean, my clothes were soaking wet. And all of a sudden, behind me comes this monk, and they they have a monk for a one oneness blesser for women. And a one this blesser for men because in their culture that's what they do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When this Hmong touch, touched my shoulder to go up there, I literally, in a nanosecond, stopped laughing. Like that, uh, I'm like, "What is going on here?" So I walked up to this one this blesser. They, wrap, they say they feel your energy. So, they, this Oneness Blesser wrapped his arms around me and started shaking and crying. And at this point in my life, I was, you know, just had moved from New York to Miami. I had just gone through a divorce and I was just like, you know, really finding myself, but it's having a tough time. And uh, so I was feeling all my pain. Exactly. And so I they, they, they just stood there for a couple of minutes. They brought me back to the back of the room and they laid me on the floor. And as soon as they let me go, I lost it. I started like laughing uncontrollably again for like about 15 minutes. Wow. And so that night I went home, I was so exhausted literally from laughing. Like it's so much energy came out of me. So I went home and I went to bed and I woke up, it was the middle of the night and I'm trying to recreate this day. Cause while they were doing the Diksha, this blessing, I was also seeing all, at the time, I didn't know they were chakra colors. I was seeing deep purples and yellows. And mm-hmm. and it was like, they would cut, like my eyes were closed, but they would come like a jellyfish. They would come in and out like this in, in my mind. And it was so beautiful. And so I'm trying to recreate this and I'm just laying in bed and I'm, I'm just like, ah, oh, this isn't working out. Just, I'll just do it another day. And the minute that I let go and just, you know, I don't say gave up, but I just like stopped trying I started seeing these, these vivid colors, dark blues and, and yellows and, and, uh, and golden colors. And I remember just laying there and my toes literally started vibrating. Like, like it felt like, I don't wanna say an electric shock because it, was it, it wasn't painful, it was beautiful. And I kept saying, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. And this energy started at my feet and was like literally encapsulating my entire DNA like it was coming through my ankles up my you know my my bottom of my legs my knee like and I'm just like and I kept saying like um uh, I don't remember exactly but I know I was releasing a lot of stuff I'm like I'm tired of suffering I'm tired of living this way and I was like crying hysterically like all of this 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 release was happening like this cleansing and wow. this this thing took over and it basically was from head to toe and my body was just vibrating and i i didn't know what was happening and uh and so it lasted i don't know maybe 10 minutes and when i got home after this month in india um i got back to miami and i i i laid in my bed and i'm like okay let me just try this because you know You know, you question stuff when you're new at this, you know, and I I had the same experience, literally the same experience. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that was, that was something that I had never ever experienced in my life before like that. And that was really since that, um, you know, since that, uh, that time I explained when I was six years old. Right. Uh, That was that was the next experience. Now, there were some people that were around me that experienced something like my ex-wife had experienced something Mm -hmm. um, with my grandmother that had just passed away. But that was that wasn't she told me about it, but I wasn't actually involved in it. But this particular story that I just told you was like the second thing.
1: That's amazing. So, you know, when you said you had your own monk. (laughs) What does that mean? What did that mean exactly to spend an entire month with kind of your own monk?
2: Yeah. So um, there there was uh, five. Uh, there was Ashwin, Rakshith, um, Ananda. Uh, there was one other one. And they, these guys were like the head monks of the, the the school or the university. And so generally they're teaching they're teaching all day but because there was, there was no, nobody there, which was very strange to them. Um, I was able to get my own guide. And so to ask these questions, like to ask the question about, you know, what, uh, what is, what does this mean? Like, what, what was this energy? And they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, that's, that's normal. You know, I'm like, well, it's not normal for me. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that, but, <laughs> but it's like, I'm like, so everybody experiences that? They said, no, we don't, we don't tell anybody what to experience or not. We, your experience is for you and for your journey. Mm. And so it was, you know, to me, it was just, it was a way of like, it was almost like this vibration was like re uh rebooting my system in a sense like yeah. like you know like taking the old like it extracted everything that was toxic in me uh in my past and whatever it was and it was like it was vibrating it out of my body i felt like such a different person it was mm-hmm. something that uh, I, I i could feel more than i can articulate but it's like wow so then to have you know to be guided you know, to, to have this, this monk with me to ask these questions uh, and get clarity about things that you don't normally get when, you know, when you go to an event, or you go to a big retreat and there's a lot of people, you know, you're talking to people in the retreat, but you're not talking to the one that's doing, you know, that's, that knows everything. And I, so I was like, with like these masters that were, it was just so impressive to, and I felt so appreciative and, and grateful for their time and their, their energy and their wisdom. It was, wow, it's just incredible. Mm. It just was planned perfectly, divinely for me in the time I was in my life.
1: I love that. That's
2: beautiful.
1: So you had this massive, huge experience. You came back, you tested it out. <clears throat> and then how did it change your life?
2: Yeah, I want uh, to share that right now. I also tested one other thing really quick before I tell you that story. So when all of this was going on, they said that when you're touched, and we all are, when you're touched by this energy, and this will go into the question you just asked me, it's so powerful when you realize who you are, and we're not talking who you are in a physicality, in human, we're talking about who you are beyond this this vessel. Mm -hmm. When you know that you can even stop a baby from crying, that you—that's ten feet away from you, or a hundred feet away from you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I was flying home from India, and I'm sitting up. I'm on a 747. I'm on this upper deck in first class, and there was only a, one other family that was about four, you know, seats behind me. And I just saw them walk in quickly. I wasn't paying attention, but they had—they were carrying a baby. But I didn't even see the baby's back was to me. I didn't see anything. We got on the flight. We're about an hour and a half into this flight. And this baby starts crying for like five minutes. It's crying and crying and I'm hearing the baby and, and all of a sudden the bang, my head goes off. Hmm, wait a minute. They told me that when you, this energy touches you that you can even stop a baby from crying. So I closed my eyes mm-hmm. and I imagined this baby and I, I don't know what it looked like. I just imagined a baby and I was holding the baby and i was bouncing the baby on my knees like loving this baby and you know everything you would do i've never had kids but you know whatever gaga whatever i was doing (laughs) like you know whatever and and this baby was started like in this this vision you know this baby was laughing and smiling instantly this minute that that baby smiled in in my vision the baby stopped crying
1: I never,
2: never cried for the rest of this 11 hour flight or however long it was. Mm -hmm. So to then answer your question, how did it change my life? Well, I, I, I realized that we do live in two dimensions. We live in this physical and also the non. And I realized the importance of that And what that realization gave me was the gift of knowing that first and foremost, I am not this mind. I am not this body. It's a tool that I use. It's a vessel that I use to, to move through life, to have experiences, to be divinely connected to divine royalty in a sense of what I want to manifest, what I want to create. When you understand this conversation, maybe not uh, logically, but understand it to a sense where the mechanisms of how it works—maybe not perfectly—we don't know—but we understand that there is there is a mechanism, there is a way. And when you get this, there is a gift for all and everyone, and it ter- it's it becomes not what you do in life, mm-hmm. but rather who you become. And so this process of this 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 energy running through me this, this, this awareness and to be observant of, um, you know, me not like being I'm not this body or this mind, you know, and understanding that to a degree of what I understand, or what we all understand, because we don't really know who really knows, right? I mean, of course, I know, uh, 1 million percent that there's, I know that this conversation is real. And these things are real, Mm -hmm. right? um and so that that was the biggest thing for me it was like my sustainability became not what's physical not what's in front of me not my zip code not my my home or my name or my my career or any of that stuff my sustainability was beyond here and those those experiences um taught me and uh, and not only did it teach me but like you said i put it to the test and it changed my life and it started changing the, the lives of people around me. Because when people get in front of me, and this sounds very egotistical when I say this, but they'll say, wow, your energy is so inviting, like you, like, I just want to be around you. Like, it's like, my, my, my space feels so peaceful. I mean, I'm also in uh, decoration, I've been in, in my whole life. And I basically leave a part of me on people's walls. <laughs> you know, and, and they feel that. And so, so when you own that, not from a space of egotist, egotism, you know, but when you own that and knowing who you really are, um, that's, that was huge. And it changed my life in, I could probably talk for five more days about that, but that's a, that's a generalization of what it did for me.
1: So I, and that's, it's so great. Like there's so much in what you said in terms of the becoming who you are, as opposed to doing things differently necessarily. So how would you define who you became after that?
2: Yeah. So I became, an I became, I have become an observer of life mm. from looking from the outside in. So whenever any, cause of course I'm challenged all the time. Of course I am. We all are. I don't care what level you are, but I look at it in a di- totally different perspective. I look at it like, okay, this is, this is just a hallucination. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I'm caught up in this. I'm caught up in this emotionally. Yes. I'm aware of that. I'm caught up in this. It is happening, you know, at this moment but it's just an experience. And it's, it's, it's such a, there's so much freedom there. Not to say that I haven't suffered, not to say that it didn't take me down or hurt me or whatever. Like the experience was challenging, of course. Like I'm not like, I'm not setting that aside, but it's, it's, it's minimal compared to what I really am. And I'm beyond this experience. I'm just here for that. And so this is like this is yeah, this is something that took me a while to 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 uh to practice, I guess you could say. Cuz I don't necessarily know that any of us really understand understand. But when I say I mean we understand to a to a level. I, I don't know how to articulate that, but it's like it was a practice to continue to put this to the test I, for my own work and for my own ways in, in how this was affecting and and upgrading me in my life.
1: Right. There's a spiritual teaching that I talk about where different things are true at different levels of consciousness. And so when, before you've had these like awakening experiences, this is what you have an understanding of. And then when you have this awakening experience, the mind actually can't go As open as the heart can go, as open as the soul can go, as open as the spirit can go, right? So the mind has its own understanding of what happened. And then there is the experience of what happened. So there's just so many different layers of something like what you described and what a lot of the people and guests on this podcast describe as their experience. It's difficult to articulate pieces of it. Because we have no frame of reference for it.
2: Yes, totally. In the physical. Totally. Yeah. And that's a perfect explanation of what I'm saying. hundred percent. Yeah. It's perfectly stated. Yes.
1: Fantastic. You know,
2: it, it's, it's, um, well, I'll, I'll let you go. Cause I, I have another story that when you're ready, I can share, but I, I wasn't sure if you were going to ask me something else. I didn't want to interrupt you.
1: Oh, I think we're ready. Tell the story.
2: <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> we love please. the
1: stories here. Tell us the story.
2: Um, so uh, I, w- I was another manifesting story, another story, but for another time. But I, I, I manifested one of the largest, uh, most, uh, uh, I would say the largest um, personal development uh, guru in, in the world. And I uh I I was able to work with him personally for a year. And uh Tony Robbins, I'll just say his name. Why am I beating around the bush? Um so uh so I was, you know, was in his house uh for probably he I, I'm I'm about an hour south of him. And uh anyways, I manifested that whole thing. There's a whole story behind that, but I I called it out I, I wind up like three months later in his house, like and it's like it's just amazing story but to get to our story on this conversation um i was invited to uh business mastery as a, as a private guest of him mm-hmm. and so i got to sit front row and you know whoop did he do like whatever but it was cool to be up there with you know his best friend from 18 years old who was the godfather of his kids and like he knew tony when he was like before all this started. So it's funny to see their engagement and stuff. But anyways, sitting next to me was this gentleman who I later found out he was a medium. And I'd never gone to a medium before. And which was interesting, because I've tried a lot of things. And um, to make the story a little shorter, but he lived in he lives in West Palm. So he was about an hour and a half, you know, north of me. And we we figured, hey, let's get together when we get back. And, and I would love to do a session with you, because I've never done that before. Now, if he's hanging with Tony and he's doing Tony's stuff, like for Tony's people, you know, he's the real deal. So I didn't know that this guy had his own show. I didn't know any of that. And so I, I go to his office and I'm coaching him on his business and, you know, and he's like, okay, let me do your session. So he has me write down on a little cue card, all the people that I wanted to connect with that have passed on. And he said, when you're done, fold it up, ask the question and fold the piece of paper. And when you're done, you know, call me back in the room. So I did what he said. And I put three people's name. I had put my grandfather, Sam Cuccinelli, my grandmother, Kay Cuccinelli, and my my very first mentor who had worked with me. And she had just passed away two years ago with uh lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three people that I had on there. And so I asked my grandfather at the time I had been. Um, uh, I asked my grandfather. I asked. I asked a question about somebody that I had just met at the time. This was probably five years ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, and I asked my grandmother a question, and I asked Holly, uh, my mentor. You know, am I on the right path for you know for what I'm doing in the coaching and all this stuff? And mm-hmm. so I fold a piece of paper up. I call him back in the room. And he, uh, he's, he's, he basically starts to tell me verbatim what the questions that I've written down, my grandfather comes through and my grandfather, like he's, he's, he's talking about um, this person and he's saying, yeah, her name starts with an I, I who's Iliana, And then I'm like, well, this is crazy. So the the the, the medium, Justin says to me, well, this is very interesting. He said, uh, I, I have somebody who says they're not on the list. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? He goes, she's just stepped forward. It's another I, who's Irene? And I'm like, oh my God, that is like my my first wife. I was only married a year. Um, I hadn't seen her in 20 years. She died uh, two years before this session that I did with, with Justin. Um, she died of ovarian cancer. She was remarried, I never saw her again. Mm -hmm. So he says, she's telling me that she wants you to know that she's sorry she couldn't be the wife that she needed to be for you. I'm like, this is nuts. So jumping ahead, six months later, I'm looking for a new truck and I find something on the west coast of Florida, drive out there, there's 16 salespeople. I never talked with anybody. The woman says, do you have a salesperson? I said, no. They hook me up with somebody we start talking i do the deal with this guy and i'm waiting for the for my truck to be ready and he says we start talking and i said did you always live in florida he said no i i used to live in upstate new york i'm like we're in upstate new york he said i used to live in rochester i'm like what that's where i used that's where i grew up i lived in rochester too so we're talking back and forth and he goes to check on my truck i look at his business card and look at his last name And I'm like, wow, this name is so familiar. Where do I know this name from? And so I'm thinking, and he comes back and I'm thinking all of a sudden it hits me like a ton of bricks. And I I look at him and I'm like, oh my God. He's like, well, what happened? And I'm like, do you have a brother named Jack? And he's just staring at me like, how the freak do you know my brother? And I'm like, you're not gonna believe this. And he said, what? I said, your brother married my first wife who died of ovarian cancer. You're the brother-in-law of my ex-wife that just came through a medium like six months ago. Now, how do I, out of 16 salespeople, how do I get this guy? Right. Not knowing anybody, mm-hmm. right? The brother-in-law of my my ex who came through a medium like two 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 months before. And so I'm driving home five hours back to Miami, like completely like wowed. Okay. A year later, I have one of my private coaching clients in. We're driving back from dinner. I'm on the express line in 95, Interstate 95. Nobody in front of me going about 75 miles an hour. And this car out of nowhere comes spinning in front of me, hits the wall. My truck starts braking and steering by itself. This thing was like, I mean, it probably was... 10 seconds, it seemed like, like an hour. It's like time almost stopped. And it, all of this was going on. It's like slow motion. And when this car hit the wall and bounced back into the traffic on, on interstate 95, it took out like five or six cars. We, I kept driving. I looked back at my client looked at me. I looked at the clock. It was eleven eleven.
1: Wow.
2: And Chills. never like, <laughs> not one scratch, not one. So I was protected, like fully protected. And so, yeah, that was, that was a very powerful, uh, very powerful experience.
1: Yeah. Those are great. I mean, amazing things that you've experienced.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then my last one was just uh, two years ago in uh, Key Biscayne. When I, Key Biscayne is a small Island right off of Miami, it's a little private island. Well, it's not really private, you can get on it, but it's very exclusive. And uh, I just moved back there. And I was in the process of, you know, like we had just got into this whole thing that's going on in the world now. And uh, I was looking for guidance to, to lead, like, to, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. and I I was, I was on a walk that day, I was told, in my meditation, you're going to see, this is what you need, you need to leave the island. I'm like, what? Like, I just got here. No, you need to leave the <laughs> island. And we're gonna show you, like we're gonna show you a large white feather. And you're gonna know when you see this, that that it's time to go. Like, this is serious. We need you to leave the island. I'm like, no, okay. So I'm, uh, whatever, I'm like, I don't even wanna believe it, right? I'm walking, talking to my mom on, on, on my walk, because at the time the beach was closed. I'm walking down the sidewalk on the island and i'm talking to my mom and i look down and there is this feather white feather this big wow. it was like two hours after i got this out of my meditation and i'm like what i pick up the minute, i pick up the flower the flower the feather and i'm like okay i i'm i got it i'm out i'm, I'm going <laughs> like i get it like i know not to defy what the universe tells you so i don't know the time frame after that it maybe was like a couple of weeks. It could have been a month. I don't remember. I woke up, uh, in the middle of the night and I opened my eyes and I had a whole long hallway that went to the bathroom and, uh, I opened up my eyes and there was this spirit, um, uh, staring, standing, staring at me. Now it didn't look like the one I saw when I was six years old. It was a little heavier. He had like like a rope tied around his his like it was a you know whatever they used back then. I don't know. Looked like a rope uh, tied around as a belt, and he had a beard, and he just looked at me, and I I just immediately like like I didn't lunge at it, but I reached because I wanted to touch it, you know. Right. And it just it went away. Mm-hmm. And I, I fell back to sleep. And, and, and so when I woke up the next morning, I'm like, okay, wait, was I dreaming? Did that actually happen? Like it was so vivid. So I asked in my meditation, look, I, you know, I need some guidance here. Like, like, was this a good spirit visiting me? And like, is there a message like, like I need help with this, you know, and, and I'm hearing audibly again in my meditation, it was a good spirit. There's nothing to worry about. Like you're, you're being guided. Uh, and you're like, you're upgrading, you know, and, but we're going to show you, cause we know you question at times and we're going to show you like we always do that this is real. And so, you know, you think, that, I think not, I don't want to say you, but me per sometimes in the past, I would think, well, it's just, I'm just talking to myself. So it's just me like talking to myself, like you laying in bed thinking, Oh, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we're going to, so it wasn't feathers. I didn't hear feathers. I didn't hear, you know, uh. 1111 or, you know, anything else that I would normally say, then we're going to show you something. That's something really different. You're going to see a dolphin today. Now I live on the beach and of course there's dolphins in the ocean, but usually mainly we'll see them more in the intercoastal. I've never seen a dolphin in years on the beach ever. So I'm like, wow, this is a real, (laughs) this will be a real challenge for me. Uh So I'm on the beach just shot a live a meditation live on the beach. I'm finishing and I'm going through the community that was on there. Was somebody new was on the the list. I never saw them before. So I went to her Facebook page and I scrolled like down like three frames and there's dolphins jumping out of the water. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay. There, there, there you go.
1: I love, here's what I love about that is that we in our mind think it's going to be a certain way, Right. So you're thinking, well, I live near a beach. They're going to be out in the ocean when I'm out on the beach. Right. And then instead they show them to you in a picture. And it's, it's just that reminder that like, we're going to give you what we tell you, but it's not necessarily going to look like what you think it's going to look like.
2: Right. Yeah. Like you would think like audibly, I heard today in my meditation again, audibly, like, we're going to show you what you always say. Right. So I'm thinking 1111 on my phone, which I always get. And I'm driving back to the office here to have this this with you. And and it's a lot of traffic. I look over and there's a truck and the last four numbers are one, 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 one.
1: There you go.
2: And it's like all the time. So I don't question anymore. I think I think uh, I, I, I don't I just know that 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 it's it's real. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Like it, Mm -hmm. I feel so loved and protected. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. That's a beautiful place. I think to, to start bringing us to a close is that, you know, that all of these adventures are for our growth and our learning and, and to really allow us to know that we're not alone. Yes. We're alone. Yeah. So given all of the stuff that you have going on in the other realms, (laughs) what are you focused on now in your, in your personal space or your business?
2: Yes. Well, my personal space, I am, uh, I have my date with the universe every night, uh, which is like rock solid time for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I, in my, in my business, um, Redesign your inner space has really taken off for me. Um, we I'm finishing a book which I downloaded from the universe, the four Fs, which is on um, foundation, faith, frequency, and forgiveness, and how those all those four Fs tie into every core of us. And uh, I just asked the universe to simplify what it was that I know and to be able to explain it to people in an easier way. And so yeah, I'm just wrapping that book up. And we've been running a meditation group called Daily Dose of Clarity. Uh, It's for women only. And uh, we were doing it uh, five days a week. We did it for six weeks. And now uh, it's now moved to redesign your inner space. We do two calls a month. And it's just a beautiful place for women to, for community. We're just building a community. And it's just many beautiful things that are happening there. But it's really around the inner space, clearing, Energy centers, inner child stuff, you know, higher, higher self, and a lot of, a lot of inner work stuff, mm. and to have a retreat also that we're doing uh, uh, coming up uh, next month, April, um, a weekend retreat here with the women that are in Daily Dose of Clarity that are coming into the retreat. So it's just really cool stuff, and I am really excited about the way it's all unfolding.
1: That sounds beautiful, and you shared quite a bit more about your four F's on spiritually architect, the future last weekend, where you were a guest and the replay weekend for that. If you all missed it is coming up for just 48 hours. You can watch uh, everything for free uh, this weekend. And the information on that will be in the show notes. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast after the April 2nd and third replay weekend, it is also available for purchase on recording and uh, the information for that will be in the show notes as well. So we will also have information on how to get directly in touch with Paul uh, down below in your show notes also. So Paul, thank you so much for being with us here. It was a pleasure to hear your stories and to really just be in your space.
2: Um, such a pleasure. And thank you again for having me. And uh, it was a pleasure to share wonderful
1: and thank you to all of the listeners for tuning in we appreciate your time and your energy contributing to the continuation of this podcast have a beautiful evening
0: thank you for joining today's adventures in mysticism with leah grant to go on more journeys with Leia, subscribe now To step more fully into your spiritual role of bringing about a positive high-frequency future for humanity, visit AdventuresInMysticism.com.